Okay. Microphone. I gotta get that microphone. Oh, yeah, I guess I should put my headphones on too, right? Perhaps. Perhaps so. Put that there so I don't knock everything over. Trying to figure out how headphones work. <laughs> there we go. It's been a while. <laughs> yeah. It's like, how does it fit on my head? I don't know. I don't understand yeah. how headphones Technology, work. right? Hello, everyone, and welcome to Part-Time Nerds, Full-Time Dads. I'm Mike Laidman. And I'm Chris Blonsky. And we're two dads who happen to be nerds. We're certainly not experts, but we are open to sharing our experiences with other nerdy dads out there in the interest of keeping all of our kids alive. Man, you said that all in one breath, too. That yeah, was kind pretty of, impressive. Kind of. Just a, uh. we, we might need to put like a semicolon in there at some point, I think. Just take a breath, Mike. In brackets. That, that's right. Period. <laughs> all right. And then continue on. It's, yeah. a, it's a good run on sentence. Yeah. But it works. It works. Uh, how are you doing, sir? I am tired. I am, I am very tired. Very tired as well. As yeah. Well, it's going to be yes. a tired man podcast, I think. Oh, okay. So, I mean, I guess off the top, we could hit the big news. This podcast title is correct now. <laughs> hey, yes, we're no longer living a lie. Yes. yes, so you became a father on what day? Uh, October 14th. Sorry, I had to think about that for a second. <laughs> I've completely lost track of all time and all days and everything. But yes, October 14th. So October 14th. I guess he, wow, well, 10 years old as of the, or sorry, 10 days old 10 days as of the, the time of yes, recording. Yes, because we still have our bit of a buffer. Yes. And it was for this exact eventuality of when, when babies came so that we could have a break to get, you know, some, we're, we still want episodes to roll out, but we still need some time. Some time to, to, to deal with our babies. This is actually the second time that we've pushed back a recording because of baby things. Yeah. And I think part of that was because of the way that your birth started. But we can go into that sure. into a bit more detail. But I don't want to swallow the lead here. I want to, uh, I guess, bury the lead is the, the expression. Swallow the lead sounds like something much dirtier. <laughs> um <laughs> but but you do you do keep saying babies. I do Mike. keep saying babies. Babies. That sounds because I only had one. So the original the original gag that we came up with was that you were going to be like, hey, I had my child, and I'd be like, well, I bought a new cell phone. Uh, yes, that's right. That was literally written down. <laughs> that was, and then we were going to talk about your baby, and then we were going to talk about my cell your phone. Your new baby, yeah, the new, yeah, the the new, new adopted cell my phone. My new yeah. cell phone, and then four days later. Four days, so October 18th, we had our baby. Yeah, and that was a surprise. <laughs> that was quite and a surprise. Very much a surprise. Uh, because he was, oh, I don't know, seven seven weeks early. Yes. Which is insane, and I'm still dealing with that. <laughs> Holy yeah. crap. Within, <laughs> we were expecting at least three or four episodes to go by before we both had kids, and sure enough, not a single episode happened without us both having yeah. kids. Yeah, oh yeah, it was crazy. I mean, I, I mean, we'll probably talk about it a little bit later on, of too, course. but like we had literally just gotten home from the hospital, Yeah, and, like, and was, all of a sudden, you guys message us, and it's like... Surprise! Yeah, it was like literally the next day. Yeah, and well, and, well, and it was so funny. I, I again, we'll let's we'll talk about this too. But like, you guys came to visit us in the hospital because <laughs> you know you knew you were gonna have a baby at the same hospital, and you just sort of wanted to get a lay of the land. Well, also we wanted to see how well, you guys yeah, were doing. Yeah, I, I guess that was a side, yeah. a side perk. But mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, you want to get like a, a sense of the lay of the land and how things worked. And it's probably a good thing you came. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. So before we go into it, because I want to, I want to hear like your experience before I get into my crazy experience. 
Uh, not to say that yours isn't crazy. Yes. Yeah. I'm just tired. So <laughs> I'm sure you are. <laughs> this is going to be the most loopy episode of all <laughs> yeah, time. We're, it's just going to be full of run-on sentences. Yeah, like, and then where was what was my point? Who knows? But before we get started, I want to throw out a quick disclaimer. Uh, you may hear what appears to be a secondary podcast happening in the background because our wives are together on the couch outside. And they are chatting away and having a great time. So... If you hear some voices, I can't edit that out. This is not a super soundproof room. So that's, <laughs> not, not that's, yet. that's number one. Number two, <laughs> my father-in-law is upstairs putting the finishing touches on our nursery. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, because the baby came early, we were not finished. We were not prepared. And uh, we were still playing catch-up on that front. So if you hear some loud banging in the background, that would be uh, my father-in-law helping helping us <laughs> <laughs> or even better maybe some like very loud cursing maybe that, that would be maybe. that would be podcast gold that's right when we there. get the bleep filter in there so but <laughs> yeah, uh but yeah so tell us how how did it all begin because you were late for your due so, date so we were late yeah so we ended up um we are 40 weeks and five days that's that's kind of how far we went we were basically told like they weren't going to let us go too far into it uh, because tiff was already you know I mean, you, I can't, I can't explain it, but she was large, she was very big and, you know, couldn't move around all that much. And it was basically the doctors said, you know what, if you go any further than this, we're kind of really risking like your own health. Right. You know, not that your stomach's going to explode alien style, but uh, <laughs> that'd you know, be so, really cool. That'd be very cool. But, but it could be some potential damage. So they, they brought her in, uh, I think it was like, you know, 40 days and, and four days or something right, like right. that. And they did uh, what's called like a Foley balloon because they went and checked her her dilation and she was just a little bit. It was like a centimeter, right. maybe two. Mm-hmm. You know, so what this Foley balloon is, is it just sort of, they put it in the cervix and it just helps expand the cervix a little bit. Oh, also, before we go too far into this, yeah, I have been told by my wife, I don't have any shame anymore. Everybody has seen everything. You can give away every gory detail you like. So this, I, I also got that consent. <laughs> yes. So before we go into with our stories, yeah. this could get graphic. <laughs> so continue. Yeah. So, so you're fully believed. Yeah. So anyway, so they got that in in the like first thing in the morning, like seven a.m. or something like that. And then we were fully expecting to go in on the Sunday. Yeah. So I guess this must have been Saturday. Mm-hmm. We'll say it was Saturday. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they called us at like, you know, 5 p.m. that evening and said, oh, you know what? Well, we've got, we just want to check on the fully balloon. You know, can, can you basically give it a tug? And if it, if it pops out, that means you're dilated and you're kind of ready to go. Right. So Tiff did that like while they were on the phone. I'll <laughs> <laughs> oh, check right now. Yeah. I was like, here you go. Boom. There it is. <laughs> so it popped out and they're like, okay, great. Uh, do you guys want to come in at 8 p.m.? Like it, it, at the time it was like two hours away. Yeah. And it was basically like. Uh, okay. <laughs> you know, so I was like, all right, I guess it's as scheduled as it's going to be. Right. So yeah, we went into the hospital at 8 p.m. on that night and they got her started on like Pitocin, mm-hmm. you know, the evil word that we learned yes, in, in yes. midwifery class. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, they got her started on that and the contraction started, you know, reasonably, you know, more or less right away, yep. I guess. And, and she was handling it pretty well. But because it is like an artificial drug and stuff, the, the contraction started getting you know, extremely intense. Mm-hmm. And so eventually the decision was made to, you know, switch over to the epidural, yeah. which let me tell you, Mike, <laughs> I was so happy that that <laughs> decision was made because I mean, you know, we, we've talked about it before in the past and you are so helpless, mm-hmm. you know, as like you watch this person that you love just in so much pain and right. just suffering. And, you know, in my head, all I'm doing is just like, 
please say yes to the epidural. Please. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. And so she eventually did, and it was just such a huge relief, right? What was the safe word? Or did she just be like, no, we're doing She it. just decided. Like, we, yeah. we, we know. Okay. You know, because we, uh, I guess, so you, you probably remember too. In the room, there's like a little bathroom or whatever. So we went over to the bathroom, and then she just said, you know what? I just, I, I'm not going to be able to do it. And then the irony is she said, oh, I, I just, I can't do this. Mm-hmm. I can't do it. Oh, <laughs> yes. And, and yes. Literally, <laughs> the, if you remember back to, I don't remember what episode it was. I one of the earlier ones and it was you know the midwife had said if if they say that you should say but you're already doing it yes. and everything will be good <laughs> so immediately in my head i think that and it's like takes every little tiny bit of willpower i have to, <laughs> to not say that word because i'm pretty sure she would have found a scalpel and just you know, yep. stab me right in the chest <laughs> if i did it but oh. anyway but no so she got the epidural which really helped it you know what it doesn't actually I guess it's a little different for everybody, but it doesn't necessarily get rid of all the pain. Mm -hmm. They can kind of dial it up and dial it down. So Tiff was still feeling the contractions, but not in like a, you know, I I want to die kind of pain level. It was more like, ooh, ooh, okay, there's one. You know, you know know what's kind of happening. So anyway, we were, we did that for hours and hours and hours and basically you know I, I won't give every tiny little detail but you know she wasn't dilating enough i think she only got to like five or six centimeters and this was after like 20 hours oh jesus so the decision was basically made is that you know this baby's not coming out the front door we gotta you know take him out through kick the c-section him, yeah, yeah. Kick, kick, kick in the side yeah, door. we're gonna evict him through the window right <laughs> yeah so we um He's they water yeah they basically said you know what if this is going to happen, and then one hour later, we were off to the OR, and, you know, 10 minutes after that, the baby was, was born. Yeah. So which what, is exciting. What was the what was the time? 5.29. Oh, 5.29 okay. p.m. Yeah. So, all in all, it was basically like 22 hours from start of hospital visit to end of hospital visit. Oh. So, it was a long, it was a long day. Yeah. Uh, tough to kind of get going. Mm-hmm. But the baby, turns out we figured out why he did not want to come. He was nine pounds, 15 ounces. That is a small baby. <laughs> <laughs> and and to, to paint a little picture, my wife, Tiffany, she is five feet tall. Yes. Like five zero <laughs> like she's not a big girl at all no but uh but yeah so it was so funny because you know uh, kind of stepping back at 38 weeks um the the ob mm-hmm. had said like you're measuring like you're like 40 weeks like you're measuring really big we want to send you to an ultrasound just to sort of see where you're at mm-hmm. right so they sent it to the ultrasound and the ultrasound tech said you know what it's i think it was like seven pounds or seven pounds one ounce or something like that so you're you're a-okay mm-hmm so, you know, you gain, I think, half a pound every week. So we were expecting like an eight pound, you know, high sevens, low eight pound baby. Right. And so was everybody else because they all get the same information. So, you know, they pull the baby out and all of a sudden there's like, I don't know, a dozen people in the OR. Every single person is like, oh my God, <laughs> like this baby is huge, just huge. And so I guess typically in a, a C-section, you know, I'm not a doctor, but they kind of like pull the baby out all, all in one go. Mm-hmm. With ours, they kind of pulled the head out, took a little breather, pulled the shoulders oh, out, no. <laughs> and took the, the rest of the baby out afterwards. But it was so funny. Yeah, just the chorus of like, he's so huge. I, <laughs> oh my God. How did you carry that? Like, where was he hiding? And, oh, Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. 
But anyway, yeah, so we we actually had the NICU people there, too, because he, well, I forget what the poop is called, macronium? Yeah. Something like that. He Mer- had, macronium yeah, or something Yeah, he like had that. pooped in, in, the, uh, in the womb. Oh, he pooped in the, ooh. Yeah, but I mean, no big deal. Yeah, they they yeah. basically take a look at him and said, yeah, he's fine. You but know. it's it's gross sounding, so it, that's it why I'm like, ooh. It is gross sounding. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, after that, it was, uh, as far as the birth goes, mm. that was that was it. What was surprising to me, and maybe you'll have the same sort of story, you know, when you tell your side, was they never told us in midwife class how much your wife will, like, shake, like, violently, yeah. sh- well, not, not necessarily violently, but uncontrollably yeah. shake. And it makes total sense, because, mm-hmm. I mean, it's a, you know, to, to describe it as a traumatic experience is probably yes. an understatement. But yeah, that was... That was very surprising. You know, it just, you know, even when she was talking, you know, it was hard to talk because, you know, you kind of like the chatter. This is still in the operating room. This is the operating room. Again, she was shaking for maybe an hour and a half, Mm -hmm. you know, because basically when the baby's born, then it's about another 40 minutes to stitch you all back up. And then, you know, you're off to the recovery room for another 30 minutes or something like that. And more or less through that entire duration, yeah, she was shaking and stuff. And it was like, you know... they tell you. They tell you it's normal. They tell you it's fine and and whatever. But it's like, there's nothing I can do. You know, I I I need to be able to do something. Like it's not like she's cold or anything. You can't give her a blanket. It's just you know the body's natural reaction to giving birth and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, yeah. What a what a day. <laughs> yeah, no kidding, right? So, so five twenty nine. So then how how did uh, how did things go after that? So That's- so afterwards was pretty good. So um, yeah, he was born at five twenty nine. Then we we were basically out. Of, excuse me, put my hand in front of the microphone. <laughs> whatever, then, whatever. Yeah, we were born at five twenty nine. We were pretty much out of the OR. You know, just shortly after six. Mm-hmm. And then we were in the recovery area until about eight o'clock, and then shoveled off to our our rooms. Yep. And I think I think we're going to talk about like the hospital experience and stuff right. afterwards. But yeah, you know, like. All the nurses and all the midwives and stuff were were top notch. Was your midwife there? Yeah, yeah. she was. Really? Yeah. yeah. So she came in again because we were kind of like the joint care thing. She was more there as like a spectator, right? Uh, but once the baby's born, it was it was funny. I actually didn't realize this is when the baby is born, Tiff is still under the care of the OB. Yes, but the baby is then under the care of the midwife mm-hmm. so it's not one doctor for both it was or sorry not one that takes care of both it was one for each okay yeah which was kind of interesting right nope oh so, someone oh. is calling me we're getting a phone call it here. is a telemarketer <laughs> see i got this new phone and this is this nice new ring yeah and it also has this little setting that i can just put it into do not disturb mode and i should have done that before there, we started uh, next episode show. next but episode now we all know so there we go that's my that's my talk about my amazing new phone yeah. it has a do not disturb no, or a uh, little toggle switch on the side yeah which i didn't use correctly um <laughs> and any uh, and then so there's another funny story that we had too was i guess i'll, I'll tell two okay. before we kind of toss it to you and then toss the other one so i mean this is kind of an inside joke between mike and i and a bunch of my friends but whenever we're on like a team or we have a group or something right, yes, yes. since high school it's always been jokingly team chris yes you know so it could be you know 50 people on the team but if i'm on if the chris team, is on the team we it's team chris is the name and <laughs> i i don't even know how it started but that was just, yeah. just been a running gag for like 20 years yeah. now um, and ironically, we actually legitimately had a true team, Chris, at, <laughs> no at the thing. So our, our first nurse, because obviously we're there for so long, you know, they, they can't work for 24 hours at a time. Yep. 
first nurse was Crystal with a K, K R I S. Oh. <laughs> our second nurse was Christina, K R I S. Oh, wow. And our midwife is Kristen, K R I S. Kristen. <laughs> So it's like, yeah, this, this is just meant, meant to be. Yeah, it's just meant to be. That, you should have uh, flipped it around. It should have been Team Tiff. I should I should have got some shirts or something made up, right? <laughs> There's still time. There's still time. Yeah, we'll you're going to be talking to them still. Yeah, and then uh, also we got, we've we also mentioned in the past too like that Tiffany works at a, a candy factory. Yes. So she's a very generous human being. Mm-hmm. And so before we even got started with all this stuff, we brought in literally 15 pounds of candy canes and chocolate for like <laughs> for the entire ward <laughs> and it it was just funny because everybody would just randomly stop in and you could just see like the shuffling in their their pants <laughs> pockets and people walking by with like candy canes lining their fingers and all that That's other stuff so, so funny they were all very happy about i that. can understand why yeah. <laughs> and they're all very amped up for some reason i don't yeah, know yeah they were all really hyper for <laughs> yeah, yeah they're all coming back i've eaten like 10 of these things so far and i can't That's stop so eating and but uh well, but, yeah uh, I will tell you, four days later, we did not see any candy, so they went it down. <laughs> they, they worked through it pretty quick. Uh, it sounds yeah. like, holy crap. But yeah, anyway, and then, um, yeah, and then the baby, you know, right away, he, he was, a because he's so big, he was shockingly strong, and, mm-hmm. you know, they want to get you latched onto the breast right away. Yep. So it was pretty funny. So in the, I guess, in the recovery area at this point, you know, as the nurse was there, and then the, the midwife was there, too, and they're like, okay, well, we'll kind of show you how it works because they like to be hands-on and you know as, as simple as it sounds latching is apparently not as intuitive yeah you'd think as, it was just like here's a nibble go. yeah go to town i, yeah, I know yeah. what to do with it how come you don't know but anyway apparently ben really knew what to do so they oh, just really? kind of laid him right on tiff's chest and he kind of like you know bounced his head you know like they do yeah. like they tell you so they do when they're looking and now you found the nipple and just boom right on oh, it oh that's good yeah and it was like oh that worked out really well so <laughs> so he's a natural eater i mean you don't get that big without knowing how to <laughs> yeah, I guess not, eh? <laughs> what do you think it was that did that? I mean, I know she was like, she told Laura to eat pomegranate seeds closer to, or, or no, something like that. Po- frozen pomegranate, something like that. We have no idea because, you know, like I was a big baby too. Right. Like I think I was 9, 10. So 9 pounds, 10 ounces. But mm-hmm. my mom is also not five feet tall. She's right. like five foot seven, mm-hmm. right? You know, and, and we were told by the, the doctors and stuff that generally the baby size is more dictated by the size of the mom than yep. the size of the dad. Uh, but I, I guess not in guess this not, case. No. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, and they did say that because Tiff was on the IV for so long, you know, because it was like 22 hours in the hospital, mm-hmm. that that may have added a bit of a, like an ounce or two. Right. But I mean, that doesn't explain the other, the you other... know, two pounds of baby that was like, surprise, yeah. here I am. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. That's funny. Well, we came and we visited you on Monday. Yeah. And it's so funny because I remember walking into the room and I saw Tiff and she had, she had been. And I'm like, oh, I guess Chris isn't here. And then you just shot up, <laughs> like out of the corner, like from like a pile of bags or something. And and I'm like, holy crap! Like there you are. Like you were uh, trying to take a nap. Yes, on this, that's right. On this terrible bench, and this terrible bench will come yeah, back. Yeah, we, we we will talk will, about this later. It will yeah. haunt us both. But so you were there, and we and we had a great time talking to you and seeing how things were. And at one point, like we were like, oh, we should probably go because a nurse came to check on you guys. She's like, we want to see how mommy's doing. We're like, oh, well, this is a perfect time for us to leave. We're not interfering. And then we said to the nurse, I was like, we'll see you in a few months. No. <laughs> <laughs> a mere 48 her, hours later. We saw her so much sooner than I was anticipating. Well, and, and I tell you, Mike, this was so surprising to me because I, I, you know, I think Tiffany was kind of keeping you guys in the loop 
Ferrars yeah. a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. Not necessarily like a, a play-by-play update, but every four or five hours, we're just like, you know, we're, we're still here. You can probably yeah, hear, you can the hear the baby crying, the here, in, the crying background. in the background. But, you know, just like, you know, this is where we're at now. Oh, you know, we, we stepped onto the Pitocin thing yep. and whatever. But for you, you know, I, I won't I won't ruin the story. Right. But all of a sudden, we just get a picture of, you know, a baby. Yep. And it's like, <laughs> what? <laughs> so, so, yeah, I guess. So, Thursday rolls around and literally, like, it was just another day. We weren't expecting this, you know, yeah. crying or anything like that. So we go to work as normal, and it was so funny because Laura actually says, like, I feel like it was a sign. We've talked about how the baby's name was almost Fox. Right. And that foxes are part of the theme for the room and blah, 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 blah. Lots of foxes, foxes, foxes. Sure, yeah. The morning we're driving to work because we carpool together. We're in the middle of downtown Burlington. Yeah. And a fox runs across the road in front of us. Oh. And we're just like, what the hell? Why is there a fox in the middle of downtown Burlington? Yeah. What the hell is that about? Like, I mean, maybe if you believe in that kind of thing, it was some magic sign that, yeah. oh, foxes. It feels like that Simpsons episode. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so so we go to work and Laura drops me off and the day continues. And it was so funny because Laura messages me and she's like, hey, I can't feel him moving around. And it was so funny because it didn't that didn't register with me. Like it, the, that, I didn't read it and go, oh no, something's wrong. I read that and went, hey, Laura's talking to me. And I typed back to her, hey, I was just about to tell you the podcast is up. Right. Because it was Thursday yeah, and the new episode that's... had just gone up. I found out much later from Laura that she was like, you son of a bitch. I just told you <laughs> something like bad is happening. Yeah. And you're like, hey, the podcast is working. <laughs> She's like, you freaking idiot. But anyway, so I, I then I kind of read it and I'm like, okay, what do you mean he's not moving? She's like, I can't feel him moving. He's normally very active when I'm sitting here at work. And I'm like, okay, well, do you think he's asleep? Yeah, yeah, because sometimes the baby just takes a break. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, I don't know. It, it's been a long time. Like, he's not moving around. And, right. Uh, and, and Laura is... Laura always kind of fears the worst at all times. Sure, yes. And she's like, I want to call the hospital and I want to go in. And, or I want to talk to the hospital and if they say, I'm, you know, come in, I'm coming in. And I'm like, all right, like, do you want me to come with you? And she's like, if I go in, yes, I do want you to come in. I'm like, all right, fine, whatever. All I can think of is the worst, because everything up until this point, with the exception of the, the, the blood pressure, everything has been fine. Like, everything measures where he is, and so I'm not worried. Yeah, yeah. And so I, I, I hear Laura. She's like, okay, well, we're gonna we're going to the this this thing now, or we're going to go to Mac now. And it's so funny, because it was the last day for one of my coworkers, so we literally sat down to her going away party right. at, like, at some restaurant in the area, and then I get a text from Laura that's like, I'm coming to get you. We're going to Mac. And I'm like, oh. Okay, well, thanks for lunch, and I left. Like, I, <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't even like I didn't even look at the menu. Like it was just I sat down, and I'm like, "Nice working with you," and I left. And like right. I, I actually kind of leaned over to my boss, and I'm like, "I gotta go." Laura's Laura wants to go to Mac. She's worried about the baby, and he's like, "Go." Yeah, go people are usually it. pretty understanding yeah. about that kind of thing. But I didn't tell anybody else at work. I was just kind of like, "I gotta go." I'm sorry, and then I left. And I assumed my boss would be like, "There's something with the baby," whatever. So. Laura picks me up and we're on the way and you can tell she's a little distressed and I'm trying to, you know, keep her calm and be like, you know, it's probably going to be nothing. We're going to get there and they're going to be like, oh yeah, the baby was asleep. You know, we're glad you came in. 
because it, it's safe. You know, it's a good thing to be safe. And uh, and and I said, no matter what, you shouldn't feel silly about this because, no. like, you know, we've had some, we've had a few issues, well, right? And, so, and, it, and it happens to everybody too, right? Like, not to interrupt, but like, yeah. you know, Tiff had a day where she kind of freaked out about it, and same with my sister in law too. It was yeah. just for whatever reason, he just decided to be a little lazy that day. Yeah. So we go to we go and. And Laura is just like she's so afraid, and and I'm trying my best to keep her calm. Right. And they sit us down, and as soon as they put the heartbeat monitor on, ba doom, ba doom, ba doom, ba doom. Laura just washes over with relief. You can just sure, see yeah. it on her face. She's so happy because she was just worried that like any, whatever could have happened that was bad. And they're hearing his heartbeat right away, and they're like, oh, "Okay, yeah, there's his heartbeat. Yeah, it's everything's perfect. yeah, everything's fine." And we're all like, "Phew." awesome you know like all this worrying for nothing they're gonna come in and be like he's fine he was asleep you guys can go home and then i'll have a good laugh about it you know yeah that's like seven weeks later yeah yeah yeah. so (laughs) the doctor the resident on on call she comes walking in she we it's someone that we'd met before she we met her like when we were diagnosed with uh preeclampsia before so we'd already met her she'd been she was very nice to us and she comes in and she's like yeah we, we his heartbeat is there but since he's not like it's it's very steady, so he's not moving. So we just want to do an ultrasound, and we're like, oh, okay, like yeah, why yeah, not? It why takes not? ten minutes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So like at this point, we've been there maybe I don't know half an hour, kind of thing. Like mm-hmm. we're like, oh, okay, we can hear his heartbeat. They're gonna do an ultrasound, and then we're gonna, and then you know we'll figure out whatever, whatever. And then a different doctor comes in, uh, and she's like, oh, I was just explaining to them about the ultrasound, and then she looks at the the readings and goes. No, we don't need to do an ultrasound. He's not moving around enough for my liking. We're going to do the C-section now. And we're just like, what? (laughs) (laughs) That's got to be a little surprising, I would imagine. Like, just, huh? Did you just say we're going to do a C-section right now? And they're they're like, yeah, he's not moving around enough. There's clearly something wrong. And we don't need to see the ultrasound results. We're just going to, we're just going to take care of this. Go for it, yeah. Yeah. And we're like. Uh, when? And they're like, well, there's another C-section happening right now, so as soon as they're done, you'll go in. And we're just <laughs> like, did that just happen? Like, am I watching a TV show? Am yeah, I being the- punked? Like, what's, what is happening here? And then, sure enough, like, people come in, and we're just sitting there dumbfounded. Like, I, I, Laura told me many times that she's like, I don't want to have a C-section, but if we have to have one, then we have to have one. I feel like that's the standing, or like, most people kind of feel that way. Yeah, but yeah. she was like, I'll be, she's like, I'll kind of be upset if I end up having to get a C-section. And meanwhile, like, I'm expecting to look over and her to be crying. And she's just like, huh, that's a thing. You know, like, just, right. oh, okay, okay. Like, it just wasn't real, you know? Yeah. Like, we were both like, this is not happening. Well, and did you have any, like, level of excitement of... Because uh, like, cause when Tiff was told she had the C-section, you know, mm-hmm. she had a little, you know, emotional breakdown more along the lines of... You know, I've just been at this now. I don't know. It's like 18 hours or whatever at the time. Mm-hmm. You know, all for nothing. We could have just walked in yeah. and had the C-section and, and been done. But for me, it was like, oh, this means the baby's coming in like an hour. You know, and I was really excited about mm-hmm. it. Like, was it sort of the same for you? I think for both of us, we were both a little cautious. Okay. Because, I mean, we're, this is seven weeks early. Yeah. Like, this is crazy. Like, we're, we, we're, we expected it would, he was coming early. But not seven weeks. Yeah, that is. You know, so we both were kind of just shocked and stunned about what was going on. And then eventually, at one point, I don't think it was really real for Laura until they were like, "Here's your gown." 
Right. And then they left for, for her so she could go change. And at that point, she had she had a cry. And <laughs> she had a cry. Yeah. She was upset for a little bit. But, like, really, like, it was just kind of like, it's happening. We can't do anything about it. So we just sort of, you know, we're like, okay, I guess we, we get ready. And then two... The two women who had been helping us, it was kind of funny because you you talk about your team, Chris. Yeah. We had like the the dream team in the sense that like you get a nurse and you get whatever, whatever. But in every single case, there was a student with them. Oh, okay. So it was like we got double the nurse for every step of the way. It was so weird. They were like, yeah, you get, it's just everybody would come up and they'd be like, hi, I'm so-and-so and this is my student. And we'd be like, oh, okay. Like every every really? person came in. <laughs> so we had like this huge team of people who right. were going to be helping us. So they came in and they they got me into my scrubs. And I think that's kind of when it became real for me was when I'm putting on scrubs. And I'm the whole time, I'm like, I don't know what I do I take off my shoes? Like, what do I do? Like, I had no idea. <laughs> I had the same thing. It's like, what am I allowed to bring in? Yeah. Like, do I take my ring off? Like, like I'm, yeah. I, I, the, well, they, t- they told me to take off any jewelry. So I took off my ring and I took off my watch. And it was so funny, too, because my watch is the watch you gave me as a groomsman gift for your wedding. Oh, really? Okay. And the funny thing is, is like two days before, the battery died. So oh, I like replaced the battery that day too. So it was just kind of like really weird. It was just all of this. I mean, maybe that's a wacky sign too. I don't know. But it was just kind of like, oh, I, I just replaced this battery today. I mean, I wouldn't have even brought the watch if it wasn't working. Sure, yeah. So it was, so I'm like, throw that in the bag and then like, and I'm just sitting there like, do I take off my shoes? Do I take off my socks? Like, I don't know. And I left my shoes on and I came out and I walk in and they're like, oh, there he is. And I'm like, how do I look? I didn't know what to say. <laughs> how do I look? And and Laura's like, you look very professional. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. I, did you notice that the scrubs are actually shockingly comfortable? Yeah, they were. Su- I, I see why people would just wear I, them I around. I around. wearing it. And yeah. And then you also kind of feel like an authority figure too. And the other thing that was really funny too is like, I'm like, is there double pockets? Like everything is irreversible. Like, Irreversible. You're irreversible. It's, it's yeah. irreversible. Yeah. No, everything's reversible. Like there's a pocket in the front on the right, and then there's a pocket on the inside on the left. So if you wore it either way, like, like it's everything's like designed for you to just put it on incredibly quick and yeah. not think about which way it goes. So there's always a pocket. There's all like it was just oh okay. And I'm just sitting there like, oh, my phone can go in here. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's right. I, I opted for like the cargo pant leg pocket yeah, that yeah. they have. So I was like, well, it's a good thing I got a new phone because it's got a much better camera. <laughs> <laughs> so so they, they, they come in and they're after I put on my scrubs, they're, they're talking to Laura and they're, they're giving her this spiel of like, they got her some literature. They're like, do you want to know some of the stuff that could happen if your baby is this early? And she's like, yeah. So they brought her this this like pamphlet. And we're reading through the pamphlet, and we're like, do you know any idea on, on how long it'll be before, like, how many hours will it be before we go? And she's like, oh, no, probably be like 10 minutes. Yeah, and, and, that was yeah. so surprising. And then, yeah. but, but then she turns, and she looks outside of the booth and goes, oh, no, they're ready for you now. And it was just like, <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. And next thing you know, we're walking down the hallway towards where the operating room was, and... And they were like, you got to stay out here. You have to stay outside, but we'll bring you in in a few minutes because that way I get to sit behind the curtain and, you know, be with Laura yeah. while, while they take the baby out. And and I'm just sitting there and I'm sitting on the chair 
and I'm by myself. Is that not like the loneliest was, oh my 10 God. minutes of your entire and, life? And yeah. people are just walking back and forth and nobody's talking to you. And I mean, obviously they have important things to do, but it's exactly like you said. I, I felt so alone just yeah. sitting there like, what is happening? I have no idea what's going on. Yeah. And and then people are like, the, the, a doctor would go by and they'd make a comment about like, okay, we're going to go in there and we're going to do this. And I'm like, that's my wife. They're talking about my wife. <laughs> like, this is crazy. And and, and the whole time I'm just sitting there and, uh, and I feel like they said that, that it'd be 10 minutes before they brought me in. And, and I'm like, I feel like it's been way more than 10 minutes. Yeah. I mean, I'm sitting there by myself. I have nothing. Like, I'm sitting there in my scrubs. Everything I brought with me is in a plastic bag under my chair. And and the whole time, I'm, I have my phone. Because they're like, make sure you bring your phone so you can take a picture. And I'm like, why are you so cheery about this? Like, yeah, yeah. This is so weird. And, and at the same time, I'm like, well... I have my phone. Should I just look at things on my phone while I wait? And of course, where are you sitting? There's no signal. So you can't even look at your phone. Yeah. So I'm just sitting there like, what What do I do? And then eventually they come in and they're like, hey, uh, we're ready for you now. And I'm like, finally. Yes. That was like the longest, like, I, I got to watch them wheel out the other, because remember I said there was another C-section before right, him. Yeah. I got to see them wheel, wheel that woman out with her baby and off they went. And I'm just sitting there and I'm like, in a few minutes, that's going to be my wife. They're going to wheel her out of here with her baby. Yeah. What's happening? It's just so surreal. It's all yeah. so surreal. So they bring me in and- I don't know what, I guess you didn't get in the same operating room that I did because you would have seen the things that I see. So I walk in and, and I see like Laura's feet. Oh, you came in like feet first. I came in feet first. Oh, damn. And and the way, (laughs) and the way they explained it to me was they were going to get her ready and they were going to give her the epidural and then I was going to go in and I was going to sit down and then they would begin. Yeah. They had started without me. Yeah, so damn. I walk in and I look over because there's nothing there. Like it's just all blue tarps, blue tarps, and yeah. then there's this one section. And I look over and I see something, and it's kind of like a like a yellowy foam looking thing. Yeah, and I look at it and I'm like, "What the hell is that? Why is there yellow foam on Laura's stomach?" And then it hit me that that was like. That's fat. I, that's fat. That's Laura's fat. That's the inside of Laura's body. Body. I am Bo- body. Her body. Be. <laughs> it's the inside of her body. I am yeah. looking inside of my wife at this moment, yeah. and I'm just like, "Oh, there that is." <laughs> just, I, I couldn't believe it. That was the only thing I could muster. Was yeah. There that is. It was just right there. There was a nurse standing next to me, and she heard me say, "There that is." <laughs> and she laughed, and she's like, "I'm really sorry. This isn't really the best." This room is not the best room to not see. Yeah. And I'm like, no kidding. (laughs) So I walk over and I sit down next to Laura and she's there and she's like, you know, druggy, but not like out of it because she's awake and and she's like, hey, how are you doing? And I'm like, I looked and she's like, you looked? And I'm like, I didn't mean to look. It was just there. It was just right there, right right in my eye line. Yeah. And she's like, oh, that's awful. (laughs) So so we're we're there and it's it's happening and she's like this feels really weird i bet it feels really weird yeah of course it feels really weird and and again because he's so premature they had the NICU team there that's like uh for anyone who doesn't know that's the neonatal intensive care unit staff and because he was a preemie they were like oh yeah we're gonna have the whole staff ready so like the room is 
It's like 20 people. I was going to say, yeah, room. it was about 20 people for us too. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, I, and one of the students is sitting with me and she's like, yep, everything's going great. Do you want me to go take a picture? And I'm like, sure. Like, <laughs> here's my phone. Here's how it works. Get she, that fat. Please. Like, like yeah. I'm trying to be like, here's how it works. Like, like I'm explaining how to use my phone to this doctor. And she goes over and, and she comes back and she's like, and she's like, well, it's not ready yet. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> like, so eventually you, you we hear the, because I asked Laura, I'm like, how is this happening? Like, how does it feel to you? And she's like, I feel like somebody is tugging really hard on my belly button. Like that that's how oh, it felt okay. to her okay. is somebody's pulling really hard on her belly button. And then eventually they're like rupture, like somebody yelled out rupture. And I'm like. What does that mean? And then I realized that meant they'd gotten into her. Like her yeah, they broke the water. They, bro- yeah. they water. Her water broke. So that happened. And then a few seconds later, like, here it comes. Here it comes. And then. Eh. And that was it. Like he was. But he made noise. And I'm like, oh, he's here and he's making noise. And then he would go. Eh. Like, like he was not like a crier when he came out. No. But he was making noise. And that was like a wash of relief mm-hmm. for me. Was like, okay. Ooh. Like that was the first time that I like, I teared up when I heard him cry for the first time because yeah. I'm like, okay, he's okay. And then they took him over to the team of like 14 people, and they were all checking him. And then the girl's like, I'll go take a picture. And she came back, and she's, I, I, I watched her because I could see, I could see where everybody was, but I couldn't see the baby or anything, or where William was. And she walks over, and she's like, I'm, I'm gonna get a picture for no. Okay, <laughs> and she's like, "They're not ready for they're not ready for pictures yet." I'm like, "Okay," so I'm there and I'm talking to Laura and I'm you know trying to keep her you know yeah spirits yeah. up I spirits guess up. yeah I, it's hard it's, it's so weird like it's the how what do you, how do you what well, are you trying it, to it's, do it's you that know? feeling of helplessness that we were talking about right yeah. like, you're literally there and you can do nothing yeah and, I'm I'm like great job hun <laughs> like yeah and that's yeah. why you know you see that they're in pain it's like. You rub their hand, I guess. Yeah, you like know, I was, that's not going to fix it. I but. was rubbing her shoulder, and and at one point, because actually this is funny, because you sent us a photo from the room of you holding Ben and Tiff looking up at you, and yes. I, and I looked at the photo and I'm looking at, it, I'm like, that's adorable. There's a big bucket of Tiff's blood in the background, like just there yeah. it was. Which is funny because you told me about it, and yeah. I was like. What? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh shit. Yeah. yeah. There's a whole so, tube of it. So I, that happened. And then, uh, so I'm sitting in the room and I'm talking to, to Laura and I look over and I'm like, well, it looks like there's no giant tube of your blood for me to look at. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, but you've already seen everything. So yeah. does it really matter? And I'm like, yeah, that's true. Yeah. So eventually they're like, you can come over and you can come see him. And I'm like, okay, great. And I come over and he's so small. Like he, William is. He's three pounds, eight ounces yeah. when he comes out. And and I'm like, that, is, especially after hearing about your, oh, our, yeah, your giant, giant baby. baby. And and I'm like, this is not at all what I was expecting. Yeah. I, like we, we had talked about when he came out that he'd probably be close to six. And yeah, which is on the slightly smaller side. Yeah, but, but that's because he was crazy. But that's yeah. because he was supposed to be early. Yeah. And so he comes out at at. 3.8 or well, three and eight ounces and we're just i'm just like wow i, I cannot get out. like he's so tiny and i actually they took a couple pictures uh with my phone but the first picture i took he was reaching like with his hand out and i touched him with my finger just to be like it's okay yeah you know like it's yeah. you know, it's only i could think of to do and then i'm looking at it and i'm seeing his entire hand is wrapped around the tip of my finger and and I just 
like just instinctively took that photo. Yeah. And that was the photo we told almost everybody with. Like we were like, so we had a day and we just sent them that photo. Yeah, that's the one we got. Yeah. And and it was just Laura's like, You I can't believe you got that photo. And I'm like, I don't even I don't even bar- I barely remember just like I should take this, you know? Like so I took a bunch of pictures of him at the time and those are the pictures that I didn't send everybody because of course, you know, he's covered in blood and tubes and all sorts of stuff. Sure, yeah. Because, you know, they're doing tons, a, little, a little less cute. Yeah, yeah, so they're doing tons of little tests on him. And Laura she yells she yells over, she's like, You can how is he? You can see him and I look over at her and I'm like, He's beautiful. And then I look to the to the right, and there it is again. There's her freaking her <laughs> giant open wound, and they're sewing her up. And I'm like, no, there it is again. And I look over to the side, and then that's where the giant vial of blood is. Yeah. And I'm like, well, you just I, just, saw I just saw everything again. Like See, they they must have taken a lot less precautions for you. No, because it was funny for us. Like uh, not to go back to our story, but yeah. but one of the nurses looks directly at me. I think this was about epidural time for yeah. us, so it was early on. The nurse looks directly at me and goes. You look like a fainter, so <laughs> I'm gonna get you a chair. <laughs> and I'm like, oh damn! Yeah. Like I guess I, I'm typecast. So that became the word, and then so you know when I came in, I came in head first right. into the operating room, and it's like just look at the ground, don't look at anything. Yeah. You know, there's your wife. Go sit beside her on this little stool we've provided. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So then that happened, and they're like, okay, well we got to take him and we got to do tests, and and then somebody looks up at me and they're like. Daddy, are you coming with baby or are you staying with mommy? And I'm just like, uh <laughs> like, Yeah, that's a tough choice. What do it? I do? Because I mean they handed the they handed the baby to you, right? So you got to go with baby and with mommy right away. Well, right? no, so I had the same thing. They gave me the same question. Oh, okay. So obviously they had kind of weighed him and I was holding him in in the room. Like right. I, I imagine you probably weren't I allowed. I did not get to hold you him. You weren't no. allowed to. Yeah. So I was holding him in the room, but they did say, like are you going to wait here and come out with, with mom or are you going to go with the midwife and the nurse and the baby and then mom will meet you there in a few minutes? And, yeah. and that's what I ended up doing. I went with the, the baby. Yeah. So I went with, this is also, this is also why I was surprised that your midwife was there. Ours happened so fast that our midwives didn't know until the next day. Yeah. Like we, we couldn't tell them until we were the well, next day. What are you, just, what are you going to do? Yeah. We yeah. Didn't have time. It's like and baby's coming in five minutes. Come from Stony Creek. Yeah. yeah. So he was born, he was born at three fifty eight, And I remember because it was all weird like army time it was like oh, okay so, so it was 15 it was, they were like 15 58 and apparently that got screwed up because i was in the room I, I went with him and they like loaded him into an incubation chamber immediately and took him off and then i came with them and they were looking at his chart and the chart said that he was born at 13 58 and they're like wait this baby has been out for two hours and you're just bringing him here now yeah and everyone's looking around like wait what what time is it? Like everyone's looking around <laughs> yes. like they're, they're, they're some sort of time traveling baby or something. Right. And then I, I'm like, I'm pretty sure they said 358 and, and, and 13, like everything's all army time and I explained it and they're like, Oh yeah, that makes more sense. And then they like uh, fixed it. And, <laughs> Scratch it out. Cause I'm like, I'm like, it, has, it was definitely like five minutes ago that this happened. Not yeah. Le- so yeah, we got there at like one thirty, and and then at three fifty eight, he was out. It was just man, like what a whirlwind. Yeah, it was insane. And so we're, I'm sitting there in like, whether well, I can't remember the rent name of the the room, but there's a small room triage area, I guess. Oh, it's recovery room, probably. Yeah, yeah. But we're in that. I'm in this tiny, tiny room. 
and they're doing all their tests, and I'm sitting there, and they're like, "Oh, baby looks great," and I'm like, "Does he? I don't. Yeah, yeah I don't he's, know. He's like, three pounds. Are you yeah, just telling yeah. me this so I don't panic? I have no idea." And and then somebody walks by, and I see this like flicker of recognition in their eyes, and I was like, "That was odd." And then they back up in front of me again. And then they pull off because they were wearing like a full hat. Like, sure, they were yeah. full wearing because of the area we were in. Everybody's in in like scrubs, like the hat and the the mask, the face mask, right. and the hairnet. And she pulls down, she pulls down her face net, and I'm like, "That's Laura's cousin." Oh, really? <laughs> so Laura's cousin is is she volunteers at the hospital, and she's like why are you here? And I'm like, why are you here? Like, What's <laughs> happening right now? Am I being punked? Like, like, cause, cause now somebody I know is here. So she was the first person to find out because she walked into the room just and, I just, to be there. and I just happened to be sitting there and she's like, wait a minute. And then she looked over at the baby. And she's like, where's Laura? And I'm like, she's in the OR. And she's wait, what? What just happened? And so I'm trying to explain to her and, and then somebody else comes in and, and then eventually they're like, your wife is, is she's in the recovery area. Do you want to go see her? And I'm like, is he fine? Like, am I going to be okay to, yeah. to leave? And they're like, yeah, yeah, go ahead. So I go out and I talk to Laura and Laura's like, how was he? How was he? And I'm like, he's good. He's good. I feel like we should tell someone. And and they're like, if you want to go, like, it's he's going to be in there for a while and she's going to be here for a while. So if you want to go call somebody and let them know, like, well, this has happened, you know, feel free. I'm like, all right. So yeah. I, I get changed back into my street clothes and, and I go outside and because of that area, for whatever reason, has no signal. I actually ended up going all the way outside into the parking lot yeah, it's before weird. I could get, it, it is so the, the where, where you can get signal in that building and where you can't is the weirdest It's so thing strange. Yeah. So I call, I tell my parents, I'm like, Hey, here's what happened. They're all like, what? <laughs> so... <laughs> And they're like, okay, well, we'll come down. And then I call Laura's parents and I tell them. And Laura's dad is like, well, the baby shower's on Sunday. I guess we'll have to cancel it. <laughs> and I'm like, wait, that's, that's where we're going. <laughs> so, because. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. So, and I'm like, okay, well, I guess we can cancel it. I don't know. So he's like, okay, well, we'll come down. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. Yeah. Call about the baby shower. I don't know. So. So I come back and and Laura's gone. Like she's just gone. Right. And so I'm like, oh, did they bring her to her room? As I walk in, the the woman's like, oh, they just took her to the ward now. And I'm like, oh, okay. Do you know where? And they're like, I'll find out for you. And she starts going through the uh, the directory, and she's like, yeah, they took her and baby into to ward four C and blah 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 blah. And I'm like, oh, they took the baby like. I was under the impression the baby is going to be in the ICU. Like, sure, yeah. And uh, and she's like, whoa, wait, what? You're the Thomas husband, right? And I'm just like, well, I guess. I mean, that was Laura's maiden name. Yeah. Is that still what her health card says or something? Like, why is she listed as Thomas? Yeah. And she's like, I'll find out what bed she's in, and then you can you can head over. And I'm like, all right. Why is she listed as the Thomas? Yeah, whatever. that's so strange, yeah. And, um... And then the door where where he where he had been and where I was sitting, the door opens up behind me, and there's Laura sitting there on her bed with, and he's still there. And I'm like, "Wait, what? What's happening?" And and they're like, "Come on in." And then later on, we found out that there's actually there was another couple there that had just given birth, and their last name was Thomas. 
Oh, no and way. The guy, Small world. And eh? the guy looked like me, too. Like, he was a beardy dude. He was a little husky. Yeah. And, and so she thought I was that guy. And she's like, oh, yeah, Thomas. It was just this weird coincidence. Right. And so they took him off to the to the NICU, and then they took us off to a room. And, and then we just kind of were like, wow, that that happened <laughs> what your, a whirlwind yeah your parents are coming my parents are coming so so she was with the baby then at that point for a little bit like they took they they brought her in just because they were still doing tests on him and and they were like okay well we're gonna you're just sitting here so why not bring you in and you can sit with him for a little bit sure and yeah she got to see him for a little while before they took him off to the 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 NICU and they took us off to the ward. Right. Where we had visited you. <laughs> like, what, what room number were you? We were eight. So we oh, were like right around the corner. Like three from down or four down. Yeah, yeah. So we could have been roomies almost. <laughs> it was so weird. Like, that, and we were talking about that. We were like, when they were like, yeah, you're in room eight. We were like, we were just here. I know where that is already. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's was, so crazy. Yeah. And you had been telling me about the kitchen and I'm walking by and I'm like, that's where I get my food now because this is where I live now. Apparently. Yeah. Well, because when we were there, we were there for four days. Yeah. And then by the end, it's like, I'm like a pro. Like, yeah. this is over here. This is over there. Yeah, the yeah. Showers are around the corner. And mm-hmm. so, so did you. Did it? I'm curious. So for me, like when we came out of the the OR and I was in the recovery room, and all of a sudden, like you're just holding, like in our case, huge ass baby. <laughs> Sorry, I swore. I guess we're not we're not supposed to swear. Whatever, whatever. Pocket. I'll beep it. But anyway, yeah, I'm holding this huge baby, and it's like, like wow, like I'm I'm a dad now. Like this, everything has just changed. Yeah. Like, did you kind of get like that? That overwhelming sense of something's different, or not right away because because there was a yeah, different situation because they, they took him away and yeah. and we're just sitting there in the room like, what happens now? Like, what do we do? Yeah, we just waited for someone to come and kind of tell us what to do, kind right. of a thing. And then you know, eventually our parents showed up, and my parents actually took me home so I could pack because like, you were like, okay, we'll come in and we'll do this. And I mean, you guys probably had your bag, your oh, overnight bag. We, and everything we had been ready for a couple of weeks and it was pretty much, okay, we'll grab it. We'll throw it in the car. We, and, you know, we were very, it was very paced out. Yeah. yeah. We were going to put our, our bag together that night. Oh, we were like, one eh, day, maybe one day we too should, late. we should maybe think about doing this that night. We were going to do it. And it's like, we're just sitting there and I'm like, I got to go home and I got to pack things we got to return a movie to the library today. (laughs) (laughs) Don't want that late charge. (laughs) Thankfully, they waived it. (laughs) I called them and I'm like, so our movie's late because my wife had a baby instead of us returning. Right, right. And they're like, oh, we'll we'll waive that. But you need to get it back tomorrow. We'll let you have it this time. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So I was like, holy crap. But that's the stupid thing that I'm thinking about. I'm just like, we need to return that video still. Like, like his... It wasn't real. It was just kind of like, now we're sitting here. Now what? You know? And, and and we're like, there's not a baby inside of you anymore. And it's not here. It's over there. Like, we don't even know where yeah. he is. They took him and they went away with him. So. It, it is a strange feeling because we had so like the same thing. Like, we were in, in the room. Once yeah. we were in the room. I mean, obviously, our baby was there in like the little push cart thing yeah, that yeah. they got. But it was like, holy crap. Like, now what? Yeah. Now what? What? What are we supposed to do with this thing? Yeah. Like we had, they had the push cart in the room, and it sat there empty the entire time. Yeah. And I, part of me was like, should we get them to take that away? Yeah. That's it's like just, a it's, haunting reminder. It's almost. just in the way. And then it's funny because my my sister in law she showed up and she was so excited and she's like, I've never seen her so excited in my life. Right. Like uh, apparently she's always been excited to be an aunt. 
And now that she she just assumed she never would be one, like throughout her life. And now we've made her an aunt, and she's so happy. Right. Which is fantastic. I mean, I, she made me an uncle, and I'm pretty happy about that. Yeah. And she shows up with like a bag full of cash prizes. Like, like <laughs> she's like, I went out and I bought you these and I bought you these. And she's like, here's all the stuff that I wish I had when I had given birth the first time. So like, she got her like comfy socks and like snacks and all sorts of stuff. That was just like, wow, this is this is unbelievable. Like she did a fantastic job. Yeah. But she gave us like onesies. But but by that point, it hadn't really gotten out to anybody yet how small he was. Yeah. So it was like a newborn onesie. And we're like, that's like 10 times the size of him. Like, And, and she's like, oh, okay, well, I'll just put it here. And she put it in that little cart. And it just sat there like... <laughs> like, ghost baby <laughs> yeah like the rapture it happened it is close <laughs> just just like the baby. Yeah. so awesome and, and we just left it like that the entire time until we brought everything home a yeah. few days later but man that's wild it was crazy what a story and this is literally the first time i've heard this level of yeah detail the old, like the we, we kind of got like pieced together a little bit but man what a wild ride yeah, it was freaking nuts but and then so then that point on we were under hospital care and i mean now I guess we can kind of compare notes on how hospital care was for you. It was funny because it was the same thing that I said. Like, everybody who came to see us was like, hey, I'm so-and-so. Here's my student. Right. So we got double care constantly. But that's awesome, though. And we had to buy a breast pump. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, not we didn't buy the breast pump itself. We bought the hose stuff for sure, the pump. Sure. And, and the... the the hospital lent us their pump. Okay, and it wasn't it wasn't expensive, but we they're like, okay, now you need to start pumping, and we were like, I don't know what do does she even have breast milk? Like this baby's so early. Yeah, that's it is. So I mean, unlike you, who you know, he you put him on and he latched right away. Yeah, we had to sit and like try and pump for for Laura, and we sat there for twenty minutes and nothing came out. And, and we had to do that like every three hours. Well, that's gonna be a little bit like emotionally yeah, it, it, devastating. It was a little draining at first, where it was just kind of like nothing's happening. Like, how are we supposed to feed this guy? Yeah. And and then eventually we got to go see him. They're like, yeah, you can head over whenever you want. I had to wheel Laura over in the wheelchair, which yeah. was a little surprising. Like, who would have thought? You know, my day started out with like, what am I gonna have at lunch? At so and so's goodbye lunch. Yeah. And now it's like, oh, now I'm wheeling my wife into an intensive care unit to see our premature baby. So we got to to go see him, and it, the 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 spit it out, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> the viral standards, I guess the the biological standards were so high. I mean, I, I get you know, hey, here's a baby. You got to wash your hands and keep those germs away. Yeah, but like, I scrubbed my hands so much while we were there. I don't think I have fingerprints anymore. <laughs> like every yeah. time I would go into the room where he was, I'd have to wash. Every time I went near him, I had to wash. I, I, every time I would leave the room and come back, I'd have to wash. So it was, a, it was a pretty intense wash. Yeah, it was like thirty seconds. Like I, I felt like a doctor. Like uh, you see on in the movies, like the doctors scrubbing in and like yeah, yeah. They're, they're going like quite taking a quite a long so, time. So to that do was it. sort of the level that you needed. Yeah, then. and and I did it so many times. That I just can do it. Like, they, they have posters up on how to do it. And I've done it so many times, I don't even need a poster yeah. anymore. I know the if there's anything that this entire experience taught me, it's how to really do a great job at washing <laughs> my hands. Personal hygiene, yeah. <laughs> like, That's a good takeaway. That's yeah. a good takeaway. So, so we, you know, we, we get to go over and we see him and he's in the incubator. And he's, uh, 
you know, tiny and covered in wires and, yeah, yeah. and everything. And, and it was just, at first, they were like, oh, yeah, he's doing great. I mean, we got him, he's got a, a breathing tube and he's got a feeding tube and we he's got IVs and that's why, like... Sort of, yeah, it looks real scary, yeah, but it's actually not, like, it's, it's not, actually it's yeah, very fine, common. Fine. Yeah. And, like, we were there and both of us were just kind of like, there he is, holy crap. I don't know what to do now because he's he's there. We can't do any of the stuff that we went to class for, you know? Like, we can't... Yeah, it all gets thrown out the window. Yeah, yeah. and uh, at one point, Laura, she had to go back to the room. I can't even remember the reason why. I think she had to go take her drugs or something or the doctor was looking for her, but she went back alone. And she's like, you can stay here and you can stay with him. And, um, and I'm just sitting there by myself with him and and the nurses are off tending to other babies and i'm just sitting by myself in a dark corner under the spotlight looking at him with all these tubes and stuff and and that is when i lost it yeah cuz it i just it it just overwhelmed me now that i was by myself like every time that anything else was happening i was like i got to be there i got to be strong for laura there was at one point she even asked me she was i don't know how the hell you're not freaking out right now yeah. because I'm freaking out. And I said, I'm here for you. Me, I'm over there. I'm not even in my body right now. Right, right. I'm here to help you. And then this was the first moment when it was just me and him. Just, it, it just, I, all the emotion that I'd been kind of suppressing uh, just washed over me. Yeah. And I, and I just... <laughs> I love that I'm talking this big emotional moment and my wife is yelling at a cat outside the room. <laughs> I was worried. Yeah, I was worried yeah. when I got to this point. Like I told Laura, I'm like, if I I might cry on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. And I, was... I would get up and give you a hug, Mike. Don't worry. <laughs> That's the moment. Yeah. Well, now I don't have to. Yeah. Thank you, Dante. But uh, one of the nurses saw me and she actually came over and she was like, no, don't, don't worry. Like, and then she's just lifted, listed off all the reasons why, like, he was in the best place and everything was going great. Yeah. And, like, the worst of it was over and, and things were only going to get better. And, and and that really raised my spirits. Yeah. Well, I mean, we you can't say enough. Uh, I, I guess we're sort of skipping ahead a little bit. But you, yeah. you can't say enough good things about the nurses and the staff at yeah. that hospital. Because, holy crap, even, you know, I'll say the word worst extremely loosely yeah but even like the 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 worst of the nurses were still fantastic yeah you know like if you needed the the dumbest thing they would come and and do it and you know for us because like the baby was in the room a little bit it was more if you need us to come just swaddle the kid just press the button on the bed we'll come and do it and you know they would show you everything and they were just super like super kind and super, you know, supportive and absolutely there for you every mm-hmm. step of the way. And, you know, yeah, I, I literally cannot say enough nice things. Like even our OB came by the next day just yeah. to sort of see how you were doing. And I guess that's fairly uncommon. And, yeah. That's yeah. funny. Our, our OB came and he, we missed him every time. Did you? Yeah. Because he, we were always in the NICU with William. Like, and that's the thing that we heard from one of the nurses they told us because Laura... I cannot believe how fast Laura has recovered from major surgery. Yeah. Like, they went in with the Mickey Mouse gloves and they parted the curtains. <laughs> they, like, didn't, they didn't cut the muscle. They pushed yeah, they the muscle. They pushed it aside like it was friggin' meat curtains. Yeah. And she's fine. Obviously, she's taking it easy. Like, I'm carrying the heavy things and she's not bending over and I'm picking stuff That's up. That's right. She's, she's got to be careful. Even though it looks like it's okay. You know, yeah, there's, like, like her, there's a lot of internal stuff her too. Her incisions but. are fine. Like, yeah. uh, the, she's healing well. 
she feels fine. You know what she's taking for pain? Regular Tylenol. Yeah. Regular strength Tylenol. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. I feel like I would have been doubled over and like being like, I can't do anything. That, that's what I said to Tiff. Is there's no way I'd be able to do what you yeah. guys did. And the actual nurse, she told us that women who have babies in the NICU recover so much faster than regular moms because they have like this purpose of, I need to get over there and I need to see that baby. And they go from just lying there in bed, relaxing to, I need to get over there. And so it goes very quickly from, you wheel me over there to, I'm walking over there myself. Yeah. And we went within... A few hours, like Laura was walking on her own, like very slowly. Like she used the wheelchair. As really, a that's impressive. Like she used yeah. the wheelchair as a walker, but she was over there very fast. And and I think again, it was exactly what they said because she was going back and forth so often that she was like exercising all the muscles and bringing everything back like so much faster. Yeah. So she bounced back like boom, like immediately, which was crazy. And I even found it was funny because you say about the staff being great, and yeah. the staff was the staff was phenomenal. Oh yeah! Eventually, we our OB did finally catch one of us. He oh caught, good, yeah. He caught me, and uh, and it was because I was making a phone call to my boss to be like, so yeah, I mean, I guess we got to decide what I'm doing now because we we had kind of planned for what was going to happen, but then it just sort of happened. Yeah, you know. And so I was confirming with him like, what is my ti- my time yeah, off going to be off for two for, weeks or for whatever? Situ- yeah. yeah. So, um, so I was on the phone with him, and that's when. The OB finally came in and caught me, and I'm like, oh, okay, well, we'll try and we'll get her to meet him. And it was funny because we didn't, it was still like three days later that we actually finally (laughs) got him to meet her. Um, And that was the day that we were being discharged, too. Like, I was on the phone with my boss, and first he comes in, and then somebody else comes in, and like, oh, we're discharging you now. And I'm like, oh, okay, great. Yeah, I guess we're going. Um, But yeah, so the staff was super nice. And the other thing that I, I really liked about the entire experience was there was a, like a real sense of, I guess, camaraderie between the other families that were there too. Everybody was always very nice to you. Like anybody, any other dads or moms you saw in the hallway, everybody was just kind of happy to be around each other. And like, there was actually another dad. I saw him a few times in the hallway and I thought I saw him packing up and leaving. Right. And then I ran into him in the kitchen like two days later. And I'm like, didn't you go home? And he's like, yeah, I did. But we had to come back. Oh, okay. And and I'm like, oh, that's awful. And then he and I got started. We started talking. And he had, his baby had uh, some serious jaundice issues. Oh, okay. So they, yeah, had to bring, yeah. they had to bring him back so that he could have. Um, get his little sunbathing. Get his little suntan in. And, uh, and I remember this guy, like he and I were just talking about the whole situation. And it was funny because like. He seemed like he was kind of in that position that I was at when I was by myself at at the NICU when I was just like, everything is going wrong and I don't see how this can get better. Yeah. And then I just talked to him and I could tell that it really lifted his spirits, which was really nice. Mm-hmm. And then I kept running into him in the hallway and we'd always chat about like how things were going with both of our wives and and everything and like I ran into him when because uh, again this I don't think this is something that you had to deal with because you didn't have to use the breast pump uh, there's a breast pump cleaning room oh okay yeah and, no, uh, I, I do not know where that yeah room is. so so <laughs> he, so we would go into the breast pump cleaning room and I ran into him there and we were talking there and never even like I'd walk into the breast pump cleaning room and there'd be another guy and he'd be like oh I'm so sorry I'll, I'll get to I'm almost done and I'm like no worries I'll come back you know yeah. everybody was just so kind 
And then there was this one woman. <laughs> I was going to say, but. <laughs> <laughs> I, I go in, I go in and I'm cleaning the breast pump. And again, you didn't get to clean the breast pump. So you don't know. Th- this is another thing that I've done it so many times. I don't need the chart. I can just do it. Yeah. And the way you clean the breast pump is you put everything in the, in the, in like a plastic tub and you fill it with soap and water and then you wash everything, but you take it out of the sink and then you rinse it. So you have everything in the tub and then you rinse it with the tap water. Yeah. And then you put everything on a towel off to the side and then you take that towel, you take it back in the tub to your room and you let everything air dry. This woman comes in and, and I'm like, okay, this is fine. I just assume that it'll be like when I come in, when somebody else is here, I just stand at the back and I wait my yeah, turn. Yeah, just wait. Yeah. And then maybe we talk. So I, I see her come in. She doesn't say anything. And I can tell that she's not the mother. She's like the mother's mother. You okay, know? yeah. So, so I take my my tub out so that I can do the rinse. And she just steps in. She doesn't say a word. She just takes over. And I'm like, oh, okay. I, I guess she thinks that I'm I'm at a point where like we'll just swap out because I have to do this bit before I go back to the sink. Right. So yeah. I, I assume that's what she's like. Okay, well, he's doing that. I'll do this. And then when I'm at that point, he can just go. Yeah, hop yeah. back in. Yeah, yeah it makes n- sense. No, yeah. she did the entire clean. And she didn't say a word. She just took over. She just took my spot. And I'm just sitting there and I'm like, I can't freaking believe this. <laughs> and I wanted to yell at her and just be like, are you serious? Like, I'm trying to do this for so I can get back to my wife and make sure she's okay. Yeah, that's and right. Like, uh, why is your daughter more important than my wife kind of a thing? Right. And then I'm like... But do I want to be the guy who's yelling at people in the yeah, freaking hospital? Yeah, some old lady at the hospital. And yeah. so I just let it go. And I, I saw her a few more times. Well, I, every so often I see her at the hospital because we go, we go back to the NICU a lot. Yeah. And um, and I've seen her like two more times since. And I'm just like, oh. <laughs> like, like, I don't know. I honestly, I don't know what her family situation is. And I'm glad that I didn't. Well, and everybody. I didn't ream her out or anything, but. Yeah, just it was just it was just this moment of like, wow, everybody's been fantastic in every way, shape, or form, and then you come except in. for this one. Yeah. yeah, but you know what? I guess everybody handles like a stressful situation a little bit differently. I guess right? like so, some people yeah. kind of become more reserved because yeah, that that was kind of a and, thing. Yeah. I'm like I'm like I thought about it. I'm like I don't know what her situation yeah. is. Like maybe their baby was born at 23 weeks. I don't know because that that's possible. We, yeah. we saw that. When we were in the NICU, there were babies that were so that were ten weeks more premature than our baby. Yeah, and and just other things like uh, we we talked to somebody who said that there was a baby there that had a double cleft palate. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, I don't know what that even yeah, is. Yeah. So uh, so and then they had like um, they also had a hole in their heart and they couldn't like I've heard and, that and that yeah. baby wasn't gonna that baby was gonna be in the NICU until they were six months. Which I, is like, I don't I, know how I you can, I, I couldn't, couldn't, yeah, like this is hard. This is hard right now because every so often we have to, you know, run back to the hospital and like I've been there today already yeah. and after you guys leave, I'm probably going back there, Yeah, you know, just to spend time with them and and it's like the staff is phenomenal. They've, they've been so nice to tell us everything. They gave us a phone number. We call them if, if we're not feeling up to, because we pushed ourselves a little it's, too hard. It's easy to do it. Yeah, yeah, we pushed ourselves too hard, too fast, and uh, we actually ended up back at the hospital. Laura forgot to take her blood pressure medication, and her blood pressure shot up through, yeah. like through the roof. We tested it here, and it was the highest I've ever seen it. Right. And and they were like, "Come on back in." It's like three in the morning. Like we have been doing. We done a. We were doing a breast pump. 
Right. And so like it was like, all right, well, we're going back. And we were there for another three, four hours. Right. We got back at six in the morning, went back to bed, slept till noon. Yeah. It was crazy. Like, And so we learned a valuable lesson. Last night, we took a bit of a break. We came home at six. And um, we actually were, it was actually my nephew's birthday yesterday. And they were like, hey, no, you know, don't worry about coming. But I think, you know? yeah, people are pretty good at yeah. knowing, like. But we were like, we'll, we'll try to make it. And the funny thing was, was the only reason we didn't make it was because we had a chiropractor appointment that night. And we went to our chiropractor, and there was, like, a guy there, like, an older man. And he had a dementia episode and forgot where who he was and where he was and just started lashing out at everybody. Oh, nice. And they called the cops, and they called an ambulance, and it was, like, this sad situation and it was very odd because they kept taking patients i was surprised i thought they would just be like come on back another day you know yeah but they're like no we're just going to keep taking patients meanwhile there's a guy over there and the cops are talking to him just, and, just you know, the like, crazy just, man in the corner yeah, yeah yeah so so we, we we ended up coming home much later because of that and once we were like we did the math on by the time laura pumped again because laura has to pump every, pump every three hours and uh, and everything it was just not possible yeah. for us to get over there so we were here and we went to bed at like nine o'clock last night mm-hmm. which was the probably the most rest we've ever got since this whole thing happened um but we called them before we went to bed and they were like oh yeah yeah here's the here's the latest update on william and how he's doing and and he's just getting better and better which is really good news so. yeah well that is that's really positive yeah for like, sure. as of right now he's he's the, he, he had a breathing tube to start with and then he had a cpap machine yeah and then they took him off the cpap machine but he was a little labored breathing, so they put him back on a high flow machine. Okay. Which is like when you know when you watch like a hospital drama and there's like the guy sitting in the bed after he got shot and he got like the two prongs going sure, up his yeah, nose. Yeah. That's a high flow machine. And basically it means he can breathe on his own, but he might need a little bit of help. So it's like shooting air in his nose. So he just has that little bit extra help. Yeah, so, I was gonna say, isn't it more like a more pure oxygen? Or yeah, something basically. Like that? Yeah. So it's it's he's not it's not invasive. Like they're not sh- the tubes aren't shooting up his nose. Yeah, they are kind of under his nose and shooting air into it. Yeah, he's on a feeding tube because this is a thing that I didn't know that happened. Is uh, you don't learn how to swallow until week thirty four, and he was week thirty three. Oh, so <laughs> I did not know that. And yeah. Actually, it might it might be more specific than that. I think it's actually swallow and breathe at the same time that is an important skill. yeah yeah so right now when they feed him they feed him laura's breast milk because she has started producing and yeah. she's producing enough to fill a vial every single time that we do it they feed him a vial of her breast milk through a syringe but not like through a needle but like yeah. a, th- a syringe and it goes into a feeding tube in his nose and it just goes like straight back into his throat yeah so that's how that's how he's been eating right now so so, so do you have a like a timeline then of um, when he's coming out yeah not for a while no. They're keeping him until he's... Uh, well, so I mean, not necessarily like, you know, 50 days or whatever. Yeah, but yeah. is it like, okay, once he hits seven pounds or is it's, it once he hits like his natural 36 weeks? Ba- or? Basically, that's the, the timeline they gave us yeah. was when he was 37 weeks because that's when you're quote unquote fully baked. Right. And, and so because he was so early, his lungs aren't as big as they should be. So they had to give him some... Uh, I guess steroids. They, I know they gave Laura steroids, but I don't. I think they gave him the same thing yeah. to help with his lung strength. And um, he has like no body fat, like, right? Like zero body fat. I mean, that's what some guys, you know, 
they strive for. <laughs> but he just came out of the <laughs> He's womb. He's a muscle builder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he he needs some fat on him. And yeah, sure. Like now, but the thing is, they're at a point now where because he's only on mom's milk that he should be building this muscle. Sure. Start. Like he's starting to build fat and muscle and stuff. So they're not too worried about that. And then again, like he should be, they're thinking he should be off the, the high flow machine in two days. Oh, that'd be good. So, yeah. So he's making progress for yeah, sure. He's doing well. Like, and they keep telling us they're like for a 33 week old, he's bigger than most 33 week olds they get. Yeah. Which is very positive. He's going through machines very, very like much faster. Um, actually the one thing that I can tell you is cause again, we're like, why did he come out early? And they still kind of don't really know. Yeah, okay. Like, there's a few theories. And one theory was that he had an infection. But from what I understand, like, absolutely every infection doctor that they have has gone through what he could have. Like, there's, like, they check for eye infections. They check for, like, nasal cavity infections, stool infections. There There was one day that we had to go where we had to wear gowns because they had him in isolation. And we couldn't touch him without rubber gloves on and stuff. Right. And so he had all these uh, these infection tests, and all of them came back negative. Like, he has none of these infections. So we're kind of just kind of, what was it? Laura's placenta was too small. Okay. They, they're like, your, your placenta was very small. So chances are what was what was probably the uh, the cause was because of her preeclampsia, the, the high blood pressure. Yeah. It was affecting the growth of the placenta, and he just wasn't getting the nutrients he needed anymore. Right. Which is why he was lethargic, which is why they were like, oh, let's get him out of there. You know? Yeah, okay. So it was funny, too, because at one point I'm talking to Laura. This is this is after after he's been born, and there's like a bucket sitting on a shelf, and we're like, what's that bucket? And they're like, oh, that's Laura's placenta. We're like... <laughs> What? <laughs> like it's just cool. Sitting, just sitting there in a bucket. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, we're gonna take it for testing. We're yeah. Like, Fantastic. There it is. It was another case of oh, there it is. Yeah, you know? it's just there. It's yeah. just so funny. Like there's that. So, but yeah, no, they they're like, oh yeah, we don't know. There's no real infection. And yeah. So. Yeah, well, that's that's good. That's good. So, yeah. how long were you in the hospital for then? We were in the hospital from Thursday to Monday. Okay, so, so what's that? That's like five four, days, four, four or five days, five four days. nights, four nights, four nights. Yeah, yeah. Four okay, nights. so it was the same as us then. Yeah. So we we went home Monday morning. They were like, "We're gonna keep you for the full C section." Like, I guess there's a if you have a C section, there's usually a a day period, and they're like, "Well, no, we're gonna keep you for the full thing. You're not going home before that." That's what they told so, us. Is if it's a natural birth, you're usually there for one to two days. So this yeah. is on top of like the labor time. So you're there for one to two, but if it's a C section, it's generally two to three maybe four yeah yeah so that's not surprising but it was so funny because like laura got to miss so much of everything else like i mean tiff got to go through the labor and and everything (laughs) laura missed all of that yeah and it's funny because when laura started pumping she started to feel contractions because that it's like a triggering thing sure yeah when you're doing the pumping and they actually, she was like, can you up my dose, like my medication, like my drug dose? Because obviously they gave her drugs for, for the C-section. Yeah. And she's like, I need that now because I hurt so much just from the contractions from, from doing the, sure, the pumping. Yeah. And she's like, I don't know how I ever thought I could have gotten through. If this is what contractions feel like, I don't know how I ever thought I could get through this without an epidural. That's uh, pretty much the same realization that, well, I'm going to say we, but obviously yeah. more Tiff. Uh, yeah, 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 that's uh, what we came to as well. It's like, holy cow. And I, obviously, you know, they were a little enhanced in our situation, but still. Yeah. You know, I, I, I don't know how they do it. Well, so, oh, it's funny, because this is something, if you remember in like the second episode, we were talking about the epidural, and 
and I had a code word and it bugged me so much because I couldn't remember what the code word was. Right. Well, I remembered what it was. Oh, what was it? It was Sharknado. Oh, yeah. Classy. <laughs> yeah, Very yeah. classy. Kept it really stupid. <laughs> so, but, but yeah. But no, you're right. Yeah. Like Tiff did get to do the entire gambit. She kind of did like the natural side and then did the epidural side and then the C section. Yeah. But Laura, I think Laura skipped everything. Yeah. I think for the next baby, we're just going to jump straight to. C-section, right? Yeah, because, well, our, our next baby is a giant question mark. Yeah. Because, uh, I mean, honestly... Well, I can't blame as, you. As you I can imagine, cannot blame you at all. As you can imagine, that the entire experience has kind of let Laura, you know... She's a little, little gun-shy. She's a little gun-shy. And, and I'm not, you know, I'm not sitting here being like, okay, kicking the dirt, you know? Like, oh, shucks. You know, I understand. And at the same time, we had the discussion a long time ago that we would, you know, let's go for one. And we'll see what happens. Yeah. And if one day we're like, you know what? Let's go for two. We go for two. But as of right now, that one is fine. Yeah. But or, you know what? Your opinion might change and stuff too when, yeah, when exactly. Will is two years old. And it's yeah. like, you know what? I oh, miss him being so cute. Yeah. You know? yeah. Maybe we'll have a second one. Yeah. Because yeah. Yeah, we're more like two for sure. And it'll be maybe three. Yeah. Right. We're, we're not out, uh, ruling the possibility out. Yeah. But at the moment. We're it's leaning a, towards it's a little, a little bit of a yeah. scary. It's a little, time, yeah. it's a little too close to home. So, yeah. I mean, I've been telling you a lot about. I mean, us going, we go to see him all the time. Yeah, and it's funny because Laura gave me the best analogy of how we feel about the whole thing. Yeah, and she, she's like, "Do you know when you're playing The Sims, and the like, Sims. oh no, <laughs> and like your meters are all really empty." Like, you got to pee, and you're hungry, and you're tired, and then, like, you try to make breakfast, and then you fall asleep in your in your oatmeal, and then you, like, miss your carpool, and you lose your job as a burglar. Like, right, right. You know? Like, she's that's how I feel. Like, I feel like all my meters are empty, and I and I don't know what to do with myself, because everything needs to be taken care of at once. Yeah. And, and at the same time, like, there's a time limit on everything that we do. We come back to the house, and it's like, oh, I, we have to clean the house. You know? Like... Yeah, well, so you're almost you're basically getting like the same experience we are. Yeah, it's just that the baby is in a different location. Yeah, because right? because you live and breathe based on the feeding schedule. Yeah. So I mean, but ours is like, oh, we got to do this and then go. You yeah. Know? So, but yeah, but I mean, I've been talking a lot about what our thing has been like since. How has it been for you guys at home? Our, ours is kind of not obviously not the same, but very yeah. similar. Right, like what we were just saying, like even to come over. Because we obviously do the podcast at your house. Yes. Even to come here was like, well, I can come at 4.30 or I can come at 7.30. Yeah, because that's bre- yeah, yeah, breeding that, time. <laughs> it's, it's breeding time. Yeah, it's a breeding. No, that's in a couple no, of years. No, no. We, we, uh, we already had breeding time. Yeah, and that's it like, brought us to this moment. But it's the same thing. It's because, well, we have to feed them. And then, you know, you can kind of hear them out there crying right now. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe you can't. But, you know, once it inches a little closer to feeding time, he gets a little bit more upset and you have to work around it all the time. We've definitely figured out our tiff and chris schedule now which yeah. is nice you know like as, as much as you want to stay awake and you know while you know while she's breastfeeding or or whatever you know you want to both be there you know we learned the harsh lesson at the hospital is like there's no way like you just don't have enough energy right mm-hmm. so you know more or less anytime that she's up doing stuff i'm sleeping yeah. and and when i'm up doing stuff she's sleeping right and you try to trade off all the uh, the work and all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. We've been kind of tag teaming it. We do everything together. Yeah. Because, I mean, Laura still has a giant scar on her, you know, that she's healing from. So I I basically, if when she does her pump, I go, as soon as she's done, I take everything and I go clean it. And then she finishes up 
and then I come back with the clean parts and then we're ready to go that, back to sleep. And that, that was us at the hospital, right? Yeah, because, yeah, I mean, like we talked about before, Tiff's got a little bit of muscular dystrophy and stuff yep. too. So that in combination with this big C-section thing, yeah. like, like I was literally moving the baby from one breast to the other, mm-hmm. right? Because she couldn't do it. Like So yeah, certainly for the first week, it was the Chris show. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> but, but now it's much more leveled out, right? Well, it was funny because like Laura can't bend over. Yeah. So the one thing that she's had me doing that I was like, okay, this is fine. I don't mind. I can do all of these things. But the one thing that is weird is Laura is very particular about how her socks feel on her feet. Oh. So when I'm putting her socks on, she's like, no, no, there's there's bit and it's over my toe. It needs to be not on my toe. <laughs> and I'm just like, what? What are you talking about? Like, just, the seam is on my toe. It needs to be no, back. No socks. It's so <laughs> You're it's wearing so funny. sandals I'm, only. Yeah. So I'm like, can I bring you your, your flip flops? And she's like, oh, great. That's a great idea. I'm like, yeah, I don't have to put your yeah, socks don't, on. Don't have to deal with this crap. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, that's the one thing that was really funny. Where, where yeah. It was just like. I, I didn't think of all the things that would be so complicated. Yeah. It was putting on her socks. Well, you know what? The, the thing that I kind of laugh at now, but at the time was super frustrating, is how how immediately stupid you become about a lot of things. Yeah. Right? Because, you know, we I think we learned in the class that the baby only cries for like four reasons, right? It's hungry or the diaper's dirty or, or yeah. it's uncomfortable or something. Like there was one time in the hospital we just couldn't get the baby to sleep couldn't get the baby to sleep like what what is wrong with this kid you know mm-hmm. what what are we doing wrong because it's obvious it's our fault right right and it's like oh it's got a dirty diaper and it's <laughs> like well, why didn't we check it in the first place right and then as soon as you change it boom he's out he's, he's out for three hours he's yeah. good or you know we got home and um i don't know it's like the second or third day we got home and again it's the middle of the night and he's just fussing and fussing and fussing and you know check the diaper that time because we learned that lesson and yeah. you know there's nothing there and check this and check that and it's like well wait a second you know it's it's like 19 degrees in the house and he's got on like a little t-shirt and that's it mm. it's like so he's cold yeah. and all of a sudden put him under the blanket boom Eureka. he's out and it's like I cannot believe it took me an hour and a half to figure out <laughs> that the baby is cold you know like just a lot of like stupid yeah, stuff yeah. like that. How's he been with the pets? Because I mean, that's something I haven't had to worry about. Is my pets haven't? They don't know. They don't know what's coming. Yeah, <laughs> like he, they know that we haven't been home a lot. Well, he's been good. I mean, I don't think he even notices. But the cat doesn't really care. Yeah, the cat is a big supporter of the fact there's a lot of big like comfy blankets out there. Now. Of course, of course. So he likes that. The dog has been hilarious. <laughs> so my dog Banjo, he he is like the father right as, as far as i think he's concerned that's his kid oh really? so as the <laughs> second that the baby makes any noise no matter where he is in the house he's running up there and he needs to check on the baby like just has to know what's going on right or if i'm changing the diaper because he hates getting his diaper changed right he's crying he's crying the dog will run in and start like whimpering and stuff and like kind of tapping on my leg because he needs to see that the baby's okay or he'll go run to tiff and mm-hmm. start barking at tiff because you know Chris is killing the, the baby somehow, you know, <laughs> come and stop this, yeah, come and fix yeah. this problem. But yeah, but he's been really good, That's but good. It, it's funny to watch anyway. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. But yeah, it, it is, it is, it is interesting to see how they've adapted in that kind of thing. Well, I, I got to bring up how you've adapted because I received a Snapchat at one point of you doing one of the things that we've talked about I on the know. show where you had the baby draped across your chest 
and you were playing a video game. <laughs> <laughs> I just needed to make sure it was possible. And, and it is. And it is. What were it you is. playing? XCOM 2. Okay. Uh, yeah, I got it free on, on like, one of the, the PlayStation, PlayStation Plus things. Yeah. Okay, and, and you had no difficulty playing the game? Well, it, the... it's a good thing. I, mean, don't, I don't want to start talking about the video game here, but it's a turn-based game. Yeah. So it's like, as soon as you make a move, it's fine. I'll... Just walk away, and yeah. nothing bad's gonna happen. Okay, okay. See, this is these, but these are important things. I yeah, mean, you that's need right. to know these things. Like, oh, okay, if it is this the kind of game I'm gonna be playing for a bit? Yeah, know? but no, it, no Overwatch. You and, know? and it is a good game. So if you ever have a chance to play, it, you haven't played it yet. I, okay. I, I do have it because I grab every PlayStation Plus game, yeah. whether I want it or not. So. But it is good. But yeah, he's he's been good. He's a good sleeper and stuff too. So that's that good. that definitely is uh, an advantage that we have that some people may not necessarily have. Right. But like, he sleeps so well that when it comes to feeding time, we actually have to like wake him up mm-hmm. and you know it's just one of those weird things is you know when you want the kid to go to bed he he will not go, not to, go bed. to bed yeah. when you want to wake him up my he's just ragdolls like you can like <laughs> dump water on him and he kind of like huh all right back to bed you know <laughs> but but he's been good and uh it was funny because you know i don't i don't know if it's the same for for preemie babies or, or not but you know the first day they want to make sure you get like one wet diaper and, and one yes. poopy diaper. Yep. And then the second day is like two of each or, or whatever. I don't remember. Like, I can't recall them being like, oh, you need to hit check mark, you know, this many diapers. Yeah. But they were keeping us informed that, hey, you know. He had one. He's yeah. had a poop. Yeah. And, 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 oh, God. Okay. So the first time I got to hold him. Yeah. And again, this, because he's preemie and all of this stuff that's going on. Like when they hand him to you, he's covered in wires and stuff. Sure, yeah. So you're being super extra cautious holding him and i'm holding him and i'm holding him like i'm about to dr- like don't drop this fabergé egg you know <laughs> yeah yeah you know? exactly and, exactly and i'm holding on to him as like tight but not too tight and then he just shits in my hand <laughs> <laughs> like like oh, he's wearing a diaper right? yeah uh, but like it was just yeah like uh, it was so loud there was no question about what had just happened because like, somebody was like oh did he toot and i'm like he did, he did <laughs> well, not toot. technically yes but... yeah like like i felt it yeah. in the through the diaper well, like wow. it, it's so funny and can you see um like the facial expressions and stuff too now because we've definitely yeah we're getting the we see the face but the, that one because it, it was like the first time, so right? you had no and, cues. Yeah, yeah. So, but he was they were, they were handing him to me, right? So he's like face down on my chest, right? And the only right. so the I was just like I'm holding him, and I'm like, is he okay? Is he okay? <laughs> like just it was so funny, just yeah. how loud he farted, and and just I could just feel it happening yeah. in my hand. Well, and it's so funny now because we've kind of picked up on the fact, and all of a sudden, you know, he'll be maybe fussing and fussing, and then he just goes quiet, mm-hmm. and then it's just like this look of like focus slash confusion on his face <laughs> and you know within like 10 seconds what's coming and right yeah and you really pick up on these the fact that oh yeah here comes a huge one so you've been have you been changing the diaper oh yeah i i are think you a I'm, pro now i am a pro yeah <laughs> i think i've changed almost everyone there's maybe oh, really, a, eh? a handful that tiff's gotten well it's it's funny because it's kind of the opposite in the sense that laura I, and I don't blame Laura. I mean, she's the mom. Yeah. And moms are protective of their babies. Sure. <laughs> she kind of is very greedy with William's time. And oh. I, and I and I I'm not saying like she's said that she's greedy. Yeah. And I'm not being like, "Oh man, I wish she would yeah, give my me my horrible wife." Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> she's taking my kid from me. Like I'm happy to give her all this extra time yeah. because I mean, 
I know it's hard and I know it's harder on her than it is on me that, that he, we don't get to bring him home. Yeah. And I know it's very important that she gets in skin to skin contact because that helps with the milk production, et cetera, et cetera. Yep. So when they're like, who's getting a turn with baby? I'm like, it's her. She gets yeah, it. Like, give it to like, her. Yeah. yeah. If we're going to be there for like four hours, then yeah, I'll take it. But if she always gets first dibs and that stuff, and she's also been like, every time there's a diaper change, she's like, no, I'm changing this diaper. And I'm like, okay, if you want. Like, oh, okay. Go ahead. I've changed his diaper once. I, I was given. Oh, that's it? Mike? I was given the instructions on how to do it. Yeah. And then she just did it. Like, she's like, here's how it works. And I'm like, okay. And then I guess she was like, you're being too gingerly with it and just took over. Like, not Laura, but like the nurse. Yeah. And she showed me how to do it. And I'm like, okay, I'm ready for next time. And then it was like five more times that we were there for before I finally actually got to do it myself. Right. And I got really lucky because it was just a little pee. And like, that was all it was. So. And have to like wade through oh, the poop and everything. Yeah, the pee diapers are that's child's play, Mike. Yeah, it's, it's we, the the poop ones. Like, we, we had our first take off the diaper, and he continues to pee into the air. Oh, today. nice. Yeah. So we had that today for for the first time. So he's doing that. But. We we've only had I think we had two of those. But again, it was the same kind of thing. Now we know what to look out for because you know I, I was just saying like he likes to fuss during the diaper, and he generally just hates the experience. Right. But then there was a one time where he hates it, hates it, and all of a sudden he's content. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, then the, the sprinkler turns on. <laughs> so now we know that if all of a sudden he calms down, it's right. like, oh, crap, you know, get the thing, cover up cover up his penis and oh, then make sure it doesn't go everywhere. But yeah, that, that boy, my God, some of the some of the poops that he has done. <laughs> oh, well, he's a large boy, oh, so I take it he's doing some God, large poops. Oh, my God, Mike. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know, because it, it's funny, like at the nurses and stuff at the hospital, it's like, you know, when you're tracking, because they're, they're really big on, on tracking everything. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, so basically, if it's the size of a toonie or whatever, that, that counts. Mm-hmm. But if it's just like, you know, a little skid mark or whatever, that, right. that, that's not a poop. You're not allowed to count that as a poop. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, you know, toonie, toonie, that's, that's really important. And like the first time it happened, it's like literally the entire diaper front to back. <laughs> like his, his junk was covered. <laughs> his, his butt was covered. Just everything. It's like... Well, I think I think it's as big as a toonie. <laughs> you know, there's no real question here, right? Oh my god! But yeah, he's he's definitely a go big or go home kind well, of kid. Well, yeah. on that wonderful note, yeah, I think it's time that we we stop this double sized episode. There was yeah. just so much. There's actually a ton of stuff that we were gonna talk about that we just well, kind of we, we can carry over next week. Yeah, we can yeah. bring over to next week. Get a get a, a bit of a, a tease for you. As we said earlier, the, Laura's baby shower was on the Sunday after she gave birth. Well, the baby shower happened, except Laura wasn't there. Yeah. And I was. And and I can tell you next week about how, how that went. And you look like a beautiful mother, though. <laughs> I did have a nice hat. <laughs> yeah. I did have a nice no, hat. No sash. Though. And and I tell you, there is a, there was a moment at that. It was probably the most terror-inducing moment I have ever felt in my life. But we'll get to that next week. Yeah. So that's going to do it for this week's episode of Part-Time Nerds, Full-Time Dads. You can follow along with our adventures in parenting now that they're actually happening. Yeah, we're no longer <laughs> living that lie. That's right. At parttimenerdsfulltimedads.com, as well as on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and your favorite podcast listening service. And if we're not where you listen yet, we are working on it. If you want to get a hold of us and let us know any helpful tips now that we need them, like we really need yeah. those tips, teach us everything that you guys know. Uh, even tell us, or even to tell us what we said was dead wrong. You can always send us an email at the dads at part time dad. Oh, wow. It's been a while. I'm rusty. Yeah, yeah. I, you can send us an email at the dads at part time nerds, full time dads.com, or reach us on Twitter or Facebook accounts at 
part-time nerds. Oh, no. It's this, no, that's not this it. This was another one that screws me up. That's not PT it. PT nerds, FT dads. That's those usernames. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure if you just search it, you're going to find You'll it. You'll find anyway. us. Yeah. You can search and find us. Yeah. What part-time nerds will name us. Anyway, we'll be back next week with more nerdy dad advice from people who are certainly not qualified to give it whatsoever. Until next time, I'm Mike. And I'm Chris. And we'll talk to you again soon. See you, everybody. Oh my god, I hope my my father-in-law is still here to so thank him for setting up my nursery. <laughs> <laughs>